wasn't asking nobody for help She wanted me cause her name ring a bell Designer the jeans, so designer the belt You wildin' on me, never nobody else Got a bit on my hip and nobody could tell Before I grew up, I just wanted to sell I'm independent, I'm good with myself I don't need you, all I need is myself I wasn't asking nobody for help That's my shit That is my shit What's going on, people? It's, it's too real It's your boy E How are y'all doing out there, man? Hope y'all doing well that, that song right there, man. You know the world that we live in is hell. I had a dream, the jewelry fell. What? That's my shit. Literally, that's my shit. I've been bumping that for the last like two, three weeks. That's from um, Houdini's mixtape. Houdini's a Toronto artist from the north side of Jane. Um, affiliated with Pressa, Robin Banks, you know, the, those guys. Um, he just dropped his mixtape two weeks ago. Um, it's called Who I Am. H-O-U-I-A-M. Shit, man. It's a fucking hard tape, man. Really, really hard tape, man. Um, yeah, man. But I'm gonna get into that in a little bit. Um, I think it's been two weeks. Maybe I, I believe it's been two weeks since the last episode. Shout out to everybody who's been hitting me up and asking me about what's going on with the episodes. Am I good? I'm very good. Nothing's wrong with me as far as like my health and nothing like that. But um, I was just um getting some guests lined up for a couple episodes. Um. Uh, and also, I'm looking for a co-host, man. So if you listen to the podcast and you know somebody you feel like could um could contribute to the podcast and vibe with me, send them my way. You know what I'm saying? Or even her. You know what I'm saying? Let me not be gender biased or whatever that shit is. But um, no, nah, definitely, man. Um, my boy Swan, you know what I mean? He's really busy right now. He's got a lot of stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's, let me not say a lot of stuff going on. That sounds, that sounds like he's going through mad shit. He's got a career. You know what I'm saying? Let me say that. Shout out to Swan. Um... But yeah, man, but I definitely have a couple guests lined up for um, a couple weeks and, and um, coming up, so definitely everything should fall through with that and everything will be straight. But yeah, so shout out to everybody who's hit me up. Um, there's nothing wrong, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm healthy and I'm good, thank God. Uh, but yeah, man, we here. Well, I'm here, you know what I'm saying? Um, you don't got to do the weather report. It's just, it's just, um, it's just part of the show now. Uh I guess it's just maybe for the winter things, but honestly, they said I think today was beautiful, man. Like I was out today, you know what I'm saying. I was, I went to the Raptors game. I'm gonna talk about that a little later. Um, but it was just yeah, there's, there's snow on the floor and it's icy and shit. You know what I'm saying. But the sun is out. You know what I mean. It's just a beautiful day. It wasn't hot or nothing, but it's just not as cold as it's been like the last couple of days. But they say tomorrow is gonna get real. You know what I'm saying. They say tomorrow is gonna get real. 10 centimeters of snow reel, you know what I'm saying? So you're probably listening to the podcast right now. You're probably if you're in Toronto, those around the world, shout out to you wherever you are, man, if you have that good weather right now, because I can't act like everybody that listen to my show just lives in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Um, wherever you are, if you got that hot weather, shout out to you if you got that cold weather, bundle up. But 10, 10 centimeters of snow is about to hit Toronto. The only reason I'm not really tripping is because I feel like this has got to be the last shot that winter's throwing, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we've made it north of the wall, as they would say in Game of the Thrones. Game of Thrones, you know what I'm saying? Because like it's about to be March, man. Like there's only 28 days in February. Like it's about to be March, and I think second week of March is supposed to be seeing the groundhog. You know that's what they say, and we should be on our way from there. You know what I'm saying? So let's just get through this shit and let's let's try to get to spring, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm over this shit. I I'm not gonna lie. Next year I'm just gonna. Put the winter tires up and just do what everybody else did this year. I ain't got that type of time, but um, yeah, man, that's that's what's going on in Toronto, man. Um, like I said, Houdini dropped his mixtape. 
who I am. Fire. It's fire, man. A lot of versatility. Um, good features on there. Northside Bench, he has two two features on there. Um, it's just it's just a good project, man. I, I, it's his debut project, and I really like it. French dropped a, a, a project, 3M French. So, yo, it's honestly, I'm going to say this, man. For those that aren't, if you're from Toronto or even where you are, get with, get really familiar with the scene right now, man. I really feel it. Like, it's always going to be tragedies as far as, you know what I mean, the streets. You know what I mean, rappers in the streets going to jail or whether, you know what I mean, or even dying or things of that nature. But I, I really feel there's a time. We're in a time where it's like, yo, these rappers are taking this shit serious. In the last, in the last month or even two months, yo, every week a rapper has dropped. Like Burner Bands dropped his mixtape, um, Houdini dropped his mixtape, Northside Benz he dropped his mixtape. Like this is like a week in succession. Um, there's a couple Smiley dropped his mixtape. There's a couple people that I can that I'm forgetting right now. But like mixtapes have been dropping every week. Roni drops dropped his mixtape, so it's like. It's, it's, a, it's a different time where there's really a scene here. Like, there's really bodies of work being put out for people to digest. And if you look at these people's numbers, you go on their Instagram, yeah, they're getting millions of streams you know, on Spotify and Apple Music. So, um, shout out to Houdini. His, his, his project was number three on the Canadian charts. I think it made it to number two, but it sat at number three for like a week. You know what I'm saying? So, on Canadian um, iTunes charts. But, yeah, man, I think some big things is happening right now, and I feel like people need to really get in tune, man. Like, I've been saying that, but I really think now is the time to really support because the music is actually as quality as the music coming from anywhere else around the world. You know what I'm saying? And if you if you just don't want street rap, you know what I'm saying? If you don't just want, you know what I mean, John River is back. He, he's healthy healthy again, which is great. Shout out to him. Um, there's also a guy named Toby. He's from Brampton. He used to go by the name of Tech Rhymes. If you remember back in the day when there was a battle of Tory Lanez as a kid, like he's mad young, like and he's battling some guy, and the guy was battling. I think that guy was giving Tory some bars. You know what I'm saying? At, at the time, Tech was giving some bars. You know what I'm saying? But he's changed his whole style and flow now. And right now, he has a song called City Blues. His name's Toby, man. Like you should check him out. He went. He's from Brampton. I think he went to Campion. Um. Like I met him one time, and he was a real smart guy. I remember he was in like his third year of university. He was taught, I think he was going to psychology or something like that. But like you can you can tell this this guy is he's on his way. Like just the type of artistic vibe he's coming with, this is real different, and especially from Toronto. Um, yeah, it's dope, man, and it's really dope, man. Watch the video, Snoop Dogg put it on Twitter. A lot of people are showing him mad love. It's 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 real dope what he's doing. Um. And he's from Brampton, man. You know what I mean? Like Brampton gets a crazy stigma. You know what I'm saying? But there's there's a conversation to be had about the artists that are coming out from Brampton and the talent coming out from Brampton. You know what I'm saying? The people that lived in Brampton, because you got this guy Toby. I think um, party next door. He's living in Brampton. Like there's mad people. Whether it's the NBA, like all the players, like Tristan Thompson, like this Brampton people been been doing a lot for Toronto, and I'm not even. Roy Woods, like, there's mad people. Tory Lanez, like, <laughs> uh, what's her name? Alicia Casera. Y'all know who I'm talking about. She's from Brampton. Brampton has definitely produced a lot of great talent, man. The Four Yard Entertainment, like, it's here, man. I don't know. that The stigmas just got to die soon. You know what I'm saying? Like, like on some Suge Knight shit. You know what I mean? Come to Brampton. If you want, if you want your kid to pop, come to Brampton. Real talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... Uh, what else has been going on, man? Um, 
you know, there's still violence in the city, man. We just got to pray for all the young brothers out here, man. That's all I can say. Women are being shot. Like, a woman died, like, I think maybe last week, she was shot in the underground tunnel. Like, shot her bends up. She was in a car. That's the thing. You never even, I don't know if it was for her or what. You know what I'm saying? But she was, like, literally gunned down. Um, and then yesterday, I believe, a lady was shot in Brampton. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, you just got to, you just gotta, honestly, you, you can be in the wrong place at the wrong time, definitely. You know what I'm saying? But also, just know know your circle, man, and, and try to grow up as fast as you can. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things when you're doing a lot of young stuff, you know what I'm saying? You're going to find a lot of people that still have that young mindset. You know what I'm saying? So, you got to. You got to grow up and just evolve and, you know what I mean, move differently and get out of certain situations if you're in certain situations. For those that aren't living like that and, you know what I mean, don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, God bless you. But, um, yo, Gunnish, man, you know what's funny, man? Because Swan, shout out to Swan, wherever you are, bro. Um, He's a hater when it comes to Gunner, little baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a little baby guy with Gunner, but this drip... <laughs> Was it Drip or Drown? Drip or Drown 2? Oh my gosh. Gunna, gonna, gonna. This shit is hard, man. Gunna's floating. I could tell there was a lot of drugs involved with this shit. A lot of drugs. Because one day, I, I, the first day I listened to it, I was actually, I didn't smoke weed. I was nothing. And I'm like, yo, this shit was fucking kicking. Like the songs were really, like you can vibe to Gunna shit. Like you just, he's floating. He's floating on some hard beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's really just floating, giving you different melodic vibes. Like, yo, it's 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 a great album. I'm, I'm going to say that. I don't care what nobody say. You know what I'm saying? Derek Fisher, Lil Baby, Yao Ming, Richard. Richard Milley playing is, might be my favorite song on the album. Um, Speed It Up? Yo, this is all now. Shout out to everybody who, who fuck with Gunner because that album is hard. And, and, and no disrespect to Offset. I, I've always said Offset is my favorite my favorite Migo, but because of the Gunna album and albums that have been coming out from Toronto, I've only gave the Offset album one spin, you know what I'm saying? And no disrespect to him. I I listened to the song with J. Cole, I liked it, but like there's mad songs on there, so it's like I really even, I couldn't really go through it like that, you know what I'm saying? Because his vibe's different, but Gunna's vibe, you don't really need to be trying to take in nothing. You can, if you want to take in what he's saying, because there, there's points in the song when he's talking about paying for my, my cousin's appeal. Like There's certain things he's saying, I'm like, okay, like he's saying stuff. But if you don't want to hear the lyrics and you just want to vibe, gunna shit is for you, man. And I couldn't imagine if anybody who does drugs, you know what I'm saying, anybody who sips lean, perk, pop perks, does molly, that music will probably have you floating. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the crowd. Like you'll never you when these guys talk about certain drugs and certain things, like obviously if you're sober and you don't you don't do it, you can still enjoy the music. But I'm telling you, there's there's a cult to people, man, because when I was listening to that that music, like it just has this vibe. Like I've I've taken drugs before, you know what I'm saying? So I know that what certain certain feelings are. So it's like I'm like, yo, this guy is really floating right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Shit is crazy, man. Shit is crazy. Shout out to Gunner, man. That album, I think he said, they say he's going to do 80K, which is really good. That's really good, man. And it it, it kind of like brings up a weird, like, and I'm not trying to do that because I know Gunner, Gunner and Young Thug is mad close. You know what I'm saying? But it's really weird to see how more successful Gunner is than Young Thug. I think when Young Thug, I think maybe the highest selling album Young Thug has ever done has probably been 50,000. And that that's if that. 
You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I can remember. Um, and Gunner's is like no disrespect, his understudy. Like I mean, he's mastered Young Thug's flows. Like not the, I mean not say Young Thug's flows, but that sound of, you know, I mean the, just vibing. That sound of just vibing. He's mastered that sound, and it's kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? To see how Gunner's kind of stepped out of the shadow because there's like a video of, I think. Young Thug performing Lifestyle on stage and Gunner's his hype man behind him and you would not even see, you don't, not to say he's not dripping and he's not fly, but he don't look like this nigga. You know what I mean? He don't look like Gunner now. Like he is a star. You see him shining now. You know what I'm saying? So it's just weird that, yo, like he is really doubling um, Young Thug in sales. You know what I'm saying? I know it's not a competition. I, don't, I know Young Thug's happy for him. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a weird thing to see. I'm like, yo, because I still think Young Thug, I think a lot of artists, a lot of people around the world, I should say, not like artists, know Young Thug's name. Like he, I would say Young Thug's a household name in hip hop. Like for the casual fan, like you would know Young Thug. You may not listen to his music, but he's a guy who's been at the forefront of hip hop because of the things he's done, wearing dresses, it's just his look. He And he's had, he's had hits, you know what I'm saying? So... It's just weird that he's not connecting like Lil Baby and Gunner, but it is what it is, man. Shout out to all of them. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with all that music. Uh, Lil Baby, shout out to Lil Baby. Lil Baby had a baby. You know what I'm saying? Um, he had a son. Shout out to Lil Baby, man. Well, that's definitely one of my favorite rappers right now. He's just a, yo, he just looks like he's a, I see him with his kids all the time. He just looks like he's a good nigga and, um, and a good dad at the same time, man. So shout out to Lil Baby. Congratulations. Um... Yo, it's been a crazy week, man. Crazy. Like some of the head I, I, I said on Twitter the other day, I was like, I think I I can't remember headlines being this scandalous and this crazy when I was younger. Like, we got the Jesse Smarlett, which I'm gonna talk about. But then just to like wake up like the other day and, and see Robert Kraft, the owner of the New New England Patriots. Is in a scandal for for purchasing pussy in in a prostitution sting, and they have him on camera, like they have the acts on camera. It's crazy, fam. Like when I when the I think it was FBI, whoever ran this thing was was doing like the press conference. They're like, yeah, we have the camera, we have the voiceovers. He's doing coke, yo. He's doing yo. It's crazy, <laughs> yo. It's crazy. So I don't know what like it's just like the headlines you see nowadays. Donald Trump does this, or like it's like. When was like when was the world so so no this you know the morality of the world has kind of like fell all the way to the ground like like shit is all the way turned up like the things that you're seeing in the news is like this is from movie shit but let's get with just get into this Jesse Smollett shit um Jesse's Jesse Smollett Smollett maybe he's French but um like. The last episode, I was I was on the fence about it, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't, I didn't, um, there was not a lot of facts about it. And then two weeks passed, I didn't drop episodes, so I didn't really get to talk about it much. But I'm going to say this much. The fact that it, it's come out now that this is a whole, this was a whole hoax. First of all, I'm just disgusted with my Nigerian brothers for even partaking in this shit. Like, you see these these two Zulu warriors if you see these, the picture of these guys, these diesel ass niggas, big as hell, they got Jussie, they let Jussie coerce them into, into doing this shit. Like, that is crazy. Like, in Nigeria, they have a word for people like that. They call them mugus, mugu. 
You know, somebody who's who's just stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they did this whole this little stage, this whole attack, yo. And then later, like a day later, these niggas started. They were on a flight trying to get the fuck out of there. Like the cops took the shit serious. I guess um, there was. I read something about the saying that Jesse Smollett was basically banking on the cops, just putting it. He was just basically banking on this headline coming out and nobody being found and this case just kind of being pushed to the side kind of like all right there's not enough evidence and blah 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 and this case is just not gonna it's just gonna go away but people are gonna remember he's gonna be getting interviews and press and all that and all that good stuff you know what i'm saying but it's just actually a sick situation because i i you know i don't know if it's god karma whoever you want to say but this is how he got caught like for those that don't know Everything but the attack was on video. You know what I'm saying? The guys following him from the subway, the guys where they got off and where they left to when they're trained, like all that was on camera. Like they were in dark in dark clothing. But if you see these guys, their description is very distinct. Like shh, these, like diesel Mandinka warriors from Black from Black Panther, them type of niggas. You know what I'm saying? So it was like how does everything but the video get like and he thought there was a camera like when the cops when, when he brought the cops to the scene he's pointing to a camera he's like see this camera's probably got you can probably see the footage right there wilding um so the cops just had to just follow the cameras of these two fucking black guys or t- two shadows cuz if you see the picture of them like it's really dark you can't you can't detect anybody's faces and then they just found out where these guys went to you know what I'm saying? And they, they did the police work and then they saw that these guys were going to the airport to book a flight. I can't remember where they were going to. And they nabbed them right there. And the first thing these guys start doing is start telling everything. They told everything about the plan. They Yo, there's footage of these guys buying the MAGA hats. And, I, and it's like, that's how crazy it is in Chicago that you can just buy a MAGA hat like at the corner store. That's crazy. They bought rope and MAGA hats at the corner store, and they couldn't even do it in a way, like, some people should not be doing crimes, if you're not a criminal, don't be doing crimes, because you, there's a lot of elements, criminals, people that are criminals really think like criminals, like, every aspect, if they go to buy a pizza, and they see the guy turn around real quick, they're thinking, I'm about to take this pizza and cut it, if I haven't paid for it, like, they're, they have a lot, they have spider senses, you know what I'm saying, like, you know when Spider-Man, like, spider senses are tingling, criminals have their senses, so, a smart criminal would, first of all, all right, one of them is going to go buy the MAGA hat, okay? And then maybe an hour later, or even another store, the next guy is going to buy the rope. You both come in and buy the same shit together. You don't think the guy behind the counter is like, these two black, black niggers are picking up lynching material and hats? Like, that is very distinctive. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's real distinctive to... To remember, like, yo, two black guys came into my store and bought Make America Great Again hats and rope. And it didn't take long for the the cops to get the footage. And now a lot has come out. A lot has come out about the guy, one of the Nigerian guys being gay. They, the the cops really doing that true detective work, man. One of the cops, well, not one of the cops, the cops went to one of the Nigerians' houses and they found the magazine cut out, you know, like, um, Jesse had a, a magazine cutout sent to Fox Studios where they, they record Empire and said, you're, n- you're on the list, you're going to die, whatever he said. And they found the missing magazine pieces at their house. Like, you, if you've seen enough movies, you know what I'm saying, in life, and you've seen enough 
shows or whatever, like you know, like certain things you're gonna burn. Every, like certain things are just like you know, you go to rob, you use gloves. Like there's just certain things that you just know. Like all right, I'm cutting this out. I'm burning. I know you got on. You probably thinking, yo, this is soft. This is nothing. But bro, you're playing with the police. Like you're literally playing with the police. Like you're literally telling the police not to do their job and say, yo, something happened. You're reporting something and just thinking. Nah, this is light. They ain't gonna do nothing. Like niggas is that is the type of shit that gets people criminal records and ruins their life because they keep thinking like, yo, you're not a kid no more. That is a kid mentality right there. That is some stupid shit. And now it became a federal charge because they sent it through the mail. Like you're playing with the feds. Yo, this whole yo, Jesse Smollett is wild. He is wild and he is desperate. And it's just so crazy to me, man. Like end of the day bro you 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 weren't a list ever so like what was he looking for like he's like i need i need i need a breakthrough in my career i think he's like 36 he's like 36 like what do you, like i don't understand i that's the point i'm not getting they're saying he was going to be rid off the show empire or whatever but okay but like you weren't ever like some a list guy that you have to revert to some wild ass shit like this you know what i'm saying and it's just sad because you know when you when you cry wolf like this man you giving the white man all type of ammo and that's just facts like that's white people are gonna have a right, to, not a right, but they're gonna use this as in in their court of opinion and be like, "Yo, I'm not believing that guy." Or look at these niggas; they just make up shit. You know what I'm saying? And Donald Trump is coming at this guy on Twitter. He's telling, "Oh, where, where, where's everybody that's saying we're insensitive?" He's like, he's like, he wants apologies. Like he's coming at this guy, and, and like you really gave black people a bad name. And I see Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, um, a couple people like, "Yo, he what he did was wrong, and we gotta." We got to move on and forgive him. Fuck that. Fuck that. Apparently, the last two sh uh, episodes of Empire, he got written out immediately. Terrence Howard is apparently like, Terrence Howard is giving. <laughs> I don't know. They say he didn't put hands on him, but Terrence Howard is like grilling him on the set, like cooking his ass. He had to go home. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just, it's actually disgusting, man, because that's what fame would do, man. I think Fab said that shit. He's like, yo, fame, fame, I think it's fame. He's like, fame is the, dr the most... Um, deadliest drug or some shit. Fame would do that, man. Like, you really wanted to be that famous. If you want to be famous for for being attacked, not your talent, not shit is crazy, man. Like, I think he's going to jail. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care. People are saying he's gonna spin it. Blah blah blah. Like, bro, you're going to jail. Like, the president's coming at you. You you literally committed a crime in front of the whole world. You had people standing up for you, and then you did some fuck shit. Shit is shit is shit is ridiculous, man. So we're gonna continue to see how that unfolds, man. But I'm gonna keep it real, man. It's it's something going on in the shy. Chicago jails, like Jussie Smollett got out of jail, and then R. Kelly goes in, man. And I'm I, I can't lie, I'm not gonna I, I you know the saying, never wish a jail on a nigga on no man, blah, blah, blah. Listen, when I heard R. Kelly got charged and and all that, I was happy. Because I, I, I've continuously said on the show, after I watched Surviving R. Kelly, I'm like, yo, he needs to be charged again because we need to get his side of the story. Not to get his side of the story to be sympathetic, but to really go inside the mind of a freak, of a nasty motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And that could really... I want to know, like, bro, like you, why are you doing this? What made you do this? What made you still do this 20 years later after already getting charged and, and beating a charge and maybe like could have took a whole nother route but you really got a problem so for those that don't know robert kelly robert sylvester kelly he was charged with 10 counts 
10 counts of sexual aggravated assault, abuse. Bro, I'm just hoping justice can be served, man. And I'm hoping now that he's he's charged right now, a whole bunch of other women can come um can come out, man, because this shit's got to stop. Um he he posted bail and apparently um Cook County um jail in Chicago was they said that they're happy he's out because Every time R. Kelly received a visit or went to the, the medical facility or anywhere, they had to shut down the whole jail. 6,100 inmates have to remain in, in their rooms or whatever room they're in, the chapel, at all times. Nobody can see R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? So living, like they said, basically, it, 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 um, it fucked up the jails a lot. Um, but this case, man, there's, shout out to this lawyer. There's a lawyer named Michael, let me see, Michael, Michael Avenatti. Avenatti. Listen, man, he is doing the work, whether it's to get fame or for justice for, or whatever, but he's doing the work right now. He's not letting up, and he's making sure that this is, this is going to, like, R. Kelly be the charge before, and he's making sure that this time, like, the evidence is going to be overwhelming. Ain't, ain't going to be no bullshit. Um, this lawyer, Michael Avenatti, claims a, a newly surfaced tape he handed over to the authorities Monday shows R. Kelly clearly stating a victim's age as 14 as he explicitly re references her body. The tape, yo, basically on the tape, yo, Kels is a nasty nigga, bro. Basically saying on the tape, he's literally telling the girl, yeah, let me see that 14-year-old booty hole. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, these are the quotes. Let me see that 14-year-old booty hole. Oh, you gonna you gonna give that fourteen year old pussy to daddy? Um, this shit, like this shit is actually sick, bro. Um, spread those legs and show me that fourteen year old pussy. Like, like, bro, this nigga is and uh, yo, this nigga is nasty, bro. Like the fact that you gotta say it means you really got a problem. And, and and the fact that he has a problem, I don't think he should get off. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what problem. This type of problem, nah. This ain't no go to go to the shrink and come out in two and um, go to the um, cycle ward and come out in two years. I think he needs to really sit behind that wall and really sit down, man. Because you you're giving herpes. There's mil yo. There's so many tapes out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, like the, this lawyer is is adamant that more tapes will, will will come out. He keeps saying that there is so many tapes, and that this particular tape is from 2008 and was supposed to be at his trial when he was going through trial. But he was paying witnesses to destroy the tapes, and witnesses that had them like were, were um, obstructing justice. You know what I mean? He made sure that nobody saw this tape because he's clearly stating 14 year old like yo, oh man, man, it's 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 actually it's sick. It's sick, man. That there's so many beautiful grown women in, in the world that would bow at your feet. You know what I'm saying? And he just doesn't really care. Um, I just hope justice is served, man. We've seen him beat it up, beat it, beat a charge before, and not, and, and and the evidence is right in our faces. You know, so I just hope that this sticks, man. Like after the surviving R. Kelly and all the awareness and people boycotting and and Spotify, like. This cannot be in our faces and just go scot-free. Um, the ch these charges cover alleged incidents involving four different victims, three of whom prosecutors prosecutors say were underage, man. So 
You know what I mean? It's it's, it's a sickness. It's even crazy that the girls from the R. Kelly, uh, surviving R. Kelly that are missing right now, Jocelyn Savage and the other girl, Azario, who her her family brought her to the show um, to meet R. Kelly, they came to the trial, you know what I'm saying, to support this nigga. And it's just like, damn, like, y'all are so brainwashed. Like, you guys are in so deep that you guys are just invested in this nigga. Um, so a lady friend posted 100,000 bail. She would like to be remain unnamed. You know what I'm saying? Like he got he got a, he's got a serious support system. You know what I mean for this bullshit. But this is not even the the main part. Like he posted bail. And if for those that have watched Surviving R. Kelly, this guy, man, he's it's truly a sickness. Um as soon as he posted bail, R. Kelly was seen at the same Southside McDonald's that he was alleged to have picked up high schoolers back in the day. Like the one he used to hang out with and bring all the girls. Like Back to back to the studio with him. Like he went there to chill out and 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 to to sign autographs and um take pictures with fans. Because in the, the day, some people just so don't get me wrong. Like I, you know, what I mean, idolizing celebrities you should never idolize, which is one thing the Bible says that. But yeah, you know, what I mean, you adore a celebrity. You know, what I mean, you're you're in love with their work. But like, so you want to be just take a picture with somebody famous. But at this point, like. This ain't the guy. You in Chicago. Go wait around for Chief Keith or somebody, Lil Dirk. You do not need no pictures with R. Kelly, man. It, he's and it's like he's doing the exact same thing he did the first time. Like he's trying to act like I'm innocent. Like this is I'm, these are just charges. Like I'm showing my face. I ain't hiding. Bro, you went to the McDonald's and they're saying you picked up these women. Like what like is it symbolic? You know what I'm saying? Like what what is he doing? What is he doing, man? Like why are you at McDonald's on the south side of Chicago? You're R. Kelly. Like, I just want this case to not to continue to stay in the media. Stay in the media. I want every detail. The same way El Chapo's case was all over the place. I want every detail of the case. You know what I mean? In the public, we need this. You know what I'm saying? We need answers. We need. We need. We just need thoughts. On, on, I want his thoughts. I want him to speak. You know what I'm saying? I want to know the truth. You know what I'm saying? Because he's gonna. He has to be found guilty. And from there, I want to know his truth. Don't plead mental health and say, you know, I mean, obviously he's claiming that he was raped by his sister. I hear you, bro. But like to, to continue doing something for 20, 30 years, man, like, like that, that's disgusting, bro. That's disgusting. You continuously grow, and you, but you continuously looking for the girls that are young. You're continuously growing, but you're, you're, you're preying on the people whose minds are fresh and, and so impressionable, man. This guy is, he's nasty, man. He's really nasty, bro. So let's just hope everything goes according to the plan and he is charged and he's, probably, he's got to sit for the rest of his life. Like, I think you probably have to, you probably, 10, 10 charges of sexual abuse on minors, yeah, that, that, that should make you sit for the rest of your life and probably make you have to come, if you ever come home, you have to be reg registered as a sex offender. So I don't think you'd have to have shows. I mean, he really needs to be put, um, a stop needs to be put to what R. Kelly's doing right now. So. Let's see, like the, the the FBI and all these police are using all their good resources to come at a good brother, a good dream chaser by the name of Robert Kraft. You know what I'm saying? And 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 not and not worrying about R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the main focus. But um, shout out to Robert Kraft, man, because honestly, he's the. For those that don't know, I'm sure a lot of people that if you're not into sports, you will not know who Robert Kraft is. But he is. One of the richest men in America um, owns the New England Patriots. You know, if you know Tom Brady, he's that team. Um, he's also one of Donald Trump's closest friends. But he's also 
one of the 76ers um, owner's closest friends, Michael Rubin. And for that, him being real close to Michael Rubin, Meek Mill's Michael Rubin's close friend. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a weird... He's he, This is the same guy, if you saw Cardi B performing at um, the prison reform, he was on stage with Cardi B. He was also with... Um, we with Meek Mill at the All Star Game, you know me rocking Meek Mill's championship chain, bust down, VVS is all that looking, looking like a trap star and shit. You know what I mean? This is a billionaire white man that's seventy seven years old. So he's seventy seven years old, man, and I think what majority of men in the in that of that age group, like late sixties, even maybe fifties, they solicit sex. You know what I'm saying? Like they they pay for sex. You know what I mean? When you're that age, especially Robert Kraft's wife passed, what what do you want? What do you want from him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know in America, I believe soliciting the act of sex is illegal, but prostitution is not. So he's being charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution at a massage parlor. Um, and he's going to have to pay a $5,000 fine, do 100 hours of community service, and attend a class on human trafficking. Bro, like, this guy, yo, this guy just went to go get some head. Like, that is all Robert Kraft went to do. I don't think anybody understands this. Like, having his name in the news and doing all this, he did nothing wrong but go get some head. But the, they just know that they can target him because he's Robert Kraft. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like, a lot of people are coming, are coming to his defense right now because I guess the sex workers in America are coming to... His defense and a lot of people, or just a lot of people in general, because they feel he he's did nothing wrong and he he's just being embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? But they described the encounter of him being in the parlor. He gave, I mean, him paying, him getting head, and then him him giving the lady a hug and leaving. Only thing, you know, those eight. This is not to be stereotypical or anything, but it's a lot. Like they have them a lot out here. Those Asian massage parlors are known for having a lot of stings because sometimes they'll have a lot of people working against their will and a lot of sometimes underage people and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They'll be having people come from back home and having them work and just giving them nothing but shelter and food. You know what I'm saying? So I could understand that aspect, but the way that this sounds seems like it wasn't it wasn't that type of situation. It was a professional spot. My only thing, what surprises me, and I texted Swan about this, I'm like, why is Robert Kraft at a, uh, a parlor like this? Like, yo, more and more as I get older, I realize that the amount of money you have doesn't, certain things are more accessible because you can, you can do whatever you want with the more money you want, you have. You know what I'm saying? You, you can acquire more things, um, or even like buy influence, but Robert Kraft paid like maybe like $120 for this, for, for this head. Like in in the in the report that the that the cops give, it literally says <clears throat> it says he gave the lady a hundred dollar bill and another unidentified bill, unidentifiable bill. So like a hundred one hundred fifty, bro. Like that is regular. He uh, this is what I was talking to um, Swan about. I'm like, how is this guy at the spa that any old gentleman can go to, bro? How am I a billionaire? Paying, I wouldn't think billionaires be getting the hundred dollar and fifty head. I would think that they're like those top class establishments. You know what I'm saying? Where there should be none of these things be watched. You know what I mean? But he literally, a billionaire, just walked into a regular parlor, 
like a regular gentleman and just got him some head and kept it moving. That is crazy to me. That's the part that trips me out because I would think there's like an exclusive place for the billionaires. Nah, he's paying a bill 50 like every other nigga, man. And that's how you stay rich. Like that's how you stay rich. I'm thinking they, they got the the $5,000 special, you know what I'm saying, or, or 5000 at the door when they walk in, you know what I mean? But no, he's going to the regular spot and these people probably don't even know he's Robert Kraft. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to him, man. He's he's too old to be going through this this type of these type of issues. And it's embarrassing. You know what I mean? You you own a team, you have kids. Um, you just don't want people obviously nothing's wrong with getting head or whatever, or even that if you pay for um head or sex, that's your business. You know what I'm saying? But it's just embarrassing to have that put out there and have people thinking about you and talking about you like that. You know what I mean? But Shout out to the to the good brother Robert Kraft, man. He's he's been rolling around with the chases, you know what I'm saying? Um Meek me could have definitely put him on to some baddies who who would have gave him some head for free. You know, but we're gonna see, man. Hopefully nothing comes of this, man. Robert Kraft is he's damn near a senior. He's he's basically a senior citizen. He shouldn't be, you know what I mean, facing charges and, and this type of shit. But it is what it is. That's just the times we are living right now, man. But um while I was gone, man. The the represent the senator of Brampton, man, um, Tristan Thompson. Tristan, Tris, <laughs> yo, shout out to Tristan Thompson, man. Deville alum, Saint Marguerite Deville alumni. You know what I'm saying? B Town's finest. Um, shout out to Tristan Thompson. I don't care for like I understand he's made some mistakes and. I'm not siding with him and what he did, but from a guy that from where from Brampton to make it and and conquer territory like Christopher Columbus and America Vespucci in, in Calabasas, I got to give him his praise, man. Um, Tristan Thompson's out here; he's out here just living his best life and not worried about nobody. You know what I'm saying? He's taking risks and prospering, as they would say. <laughs> Um, for those that are living under a rock, man, because the Kardashians receive all types of press and um, publicity, Tristan Thompson was caught cheating. I don't know if it was cheating or what. Tristan Thompson, there's a scandal that came out that said Tristan Thompson was messing around with Kylie's best friend, Jordan Woods, at a party in LA and that it was seen Jordan Woods was seen leaving Tristan Thompson's house at seven in the morning. You know, and from there all hell broke loose. Um the story was that Tristan Thompson was seen kissing and hugging up on Jordan Woods at the party and that Tristan basically Hollywood unlocked, you know what I mean, beat TMZ to this story. Um Hollywood unlocked, apparently the guy who owns Hollywood Unlocked said he had a he had one of his writers at the party and Tristan took everybody's phones. Um, you know, you know the the shit that rappers and ball players do when they think that they're being discreet, but so you take everybody's phones, you know, you make sure that everybody is just having a good time without their cell phone, you know what I'm saying? So they can't capture you doing your bullshit. But that doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like that is some old school thinking to think that all right, I took your phone, you can't record it. It's your word versus mine. It really is. But Tristan didn't know who was in the building, like who was at the party. Like, if it was some regular civilian who lives in L.A. and just came attended the party, maybe he thought he could have got away with it. But with one of the writers being there who works for one of the biggest, um, what do you call those? Like, they're not magazines. They're not newspapers. Just exposing blogs, I would call it. That's what I will call it. Um, 
Yeah, man. So the girl went back to her boss, and he, the boss of Hollywood Unlocked, he said he broke the story. He said he called Chloe and told her, I'm about to put this story out. Your man was out here doing you dirty. Um, and when it came out, there was so much backlash, you know what I'm saying? Not to Tristan. I think I think they both deserve their backlash, but to Jordan Woods. And I, I, I understand why everybody's upset with her, man, because you don't have a meal ticket and mess it up for a nut, you know what I mean, to even keep it real. Like, a nigga ain't going to make you come all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, so she might not even came, and she fucked up the bag. Like, obviously, there's no real truth to this, but you can only assume, you know what I'm saying? She, I think this girl had, like, a like a, a brand-new Mercedes-Benz that, that Kylie bought, bought her for her birthday. Apparently she was living with Kylie. Like, you know, this is all allegedly Kylie paid for her surgery. So, you know, everything just started coming out and people were just like, you're dumb. Like, why would you do that? Like, there's so many men in the world and you mess with Tristan and you go against the family. Because end of the day, to be in this Kardashian-Jenner clan, it, you know, it, it's a privilege. Like, I, that no bullshit. I, I, would, I, I see that as being privileged to be in that clan because just by being beside... Kylie, this girl has over 3 million followers. She has um, some brand endorsements, whether it's Fashion Nova, those shop online boutiques. Like She's been getting her bag just based off being best friends with Kylie. You know what I'm saying? Not to talk of the plastic surgery and all the other shit that the perks you've been getting. So, you know what I mean? To do that for... It's not even like her and Tristan had a relationship and, it's, and Kylie's like, stay away from her, um, this guy or I'm going to... Or I'm gonna cut you off. You really went and messed with um, your friends, your friend's sister's bro, um, fiance or baby daddy or whatever you want to call it. So I, I hear them. I hear them. There's there's disloyalty that goes into it, and you know, women code. It's like women know that how it feels to be cheated on. So women don't like to make. You know, what I mean, there's a the thing about I'm coming to you as a sister. You know, what I mean, I'm coming to you as a woman. So it's. I understand the girl code that, that is being violated here, especially with all the perks you receive from being, you know what I mean, affiliated. Like, Jordan Woods would be nobody, no disrespect to her, without um, Chloe, without the whole Kardashian-Jenner shit. But to be, I'm going to keep it 100. Like, I think as much as Jordan's at fault, I think something's up with Tristan, bro. Like, Tristan is the definition of a savage. Like, a savage. Like, niggas... There's niggas cheat. Like, I'm not gonna say every man cheats in the world, but there's a there's a majority of niggas that cheat. And it doesn't mean that they don't love their partner, they don't love their woman at all. You know what I'm saying? They just kinda like are in the moment and it's just testosterone. It's just your dick. It's just your dick thinking for you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of niggas that certain niggas that cheat, they really just wanna fuck a bitch and they don't want to talk to that bitch after. You know what I mean? They it's not like they want to talk, go have dinner, or it's not the wife, you know what I'm saying? You don't see her at all. But anything as somebody to spend idle time with and fuck, you know what I'm saying? But Tristan, like his, this is not the first, like like we know, like his his history is just blatant, you know what I'm saying? Like Jay Z got caught cheating, we don't know who it was still to the till today. Um, uh, many 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 people been get get caught cheating. You know what I mean, Diddy, like all 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 the greats, you know what I'm saying, Kobe. But it's 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 Tristan's technique of cheating, man. I think when we we can take it back to last year when he was in the club at with three women, and 
you're on in the club in an open space, just motorboating, putting your face in a lady's breast, kissing the next one beside it, like doing all of this, you know what I'm saying, while you're in a relationship with somebody whose whole their whole family got famous by having a reality show. You know what I'm saying? Cameras are everywhere. You're you know what I'm saying? So that was the first time he got caught cheating. And then after that, he was walking into a hotel in New York and then he had another baddie on his arm. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, okay, I'm not saying don't cheat or whatever, you know what I mean? But usually when a man's cheating, he doesn't want to get caught. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't want to hurt the girl he loves. Like Tristan, you you got you got to see that this this like no disrespect to Tristan, man, but I really believe this this relationship with with Chloe was just a goal. You know what I'm saying? All right, I'm in. Got got me a ba- um somebody with stature, like. Had a kid with her, you know what I'm saying? Securing the future for, for the little one. Just certain things like that because, yo, there is no level of respect for this woman. Like, to mess with your your girl's friend, your girl's sister's friend, and it's also it's kind of like messing with the help. You know what I'm saying? Like, no disrespect, but Chloe's probably looking like, yo, that's you fucking with Jordan? Like, you're fucking with the help. Like, this is a girl that they feed and they 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 made. No disrespect, like... But it's kind of that's kind of what it is, you know what I'm saying? And I think, I think he just got no type of respect for her, you know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. Like I'm telling you, any man that's gonna cheat on his wife or woman, baby mother, he's going to take certain precautions to make sure that yo, I ain't going out like that, you know what I'm saying? And to do this with Jordan, nah, bro, nah, nah. Tristan, yo, something, something's going on in that home. He don't respect Chloe, or he just wants her to end it. You know what I'm saying? He just wanted to get out of the relationship because that was some wild shit. You know what I mean? And Black Sports Online is the only place I've seen it, but there's like a video. It's a blurry video that Jordan Clarkson had a uh, on Valentine's Day. Jordan Clarkson had a party at at his crib and invited like mad bitches, and they said that Tristan Thompson had a sevensome. A seven sum, you know what I'm saying? With seven bitches, yo, he's wilding. He's wilding. There's there's nothing about it but him wilding and just like he's a young man. Like I'm trying to say, I don't know why he's trying to be tying down. You're a millionaire. You got an eighty million dollar contract. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You're trying to spread your royal oats. You know what I'm trying. He's trying to spread your wings, but bro. You can't be doing that to your child's mother or even your girl. Like somebody you care about, you can't embarrass him like that in public like that. You shouldn't embarrass him at all, but there's a way to go about the cheating, bro. That's the only thing I could say. Like you picked you picked the help. I mean you cheated with the help. It looks crazy. And if Chloe takes you back, like I'm not I'm not mad at you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at Tristan if Chloe takes him back. If you know that you can still get your girl back and you can do these things, fuck, I ain't you can't be mad at a nigga who who's just He's just playing his cards the way he sees them. You know what I'm saying? But only reason this is going to get even more spicy and more out of hand is because Jordan Woods now, she's looking for her fame. Like, she is doing every. She's been around the Kardashian-Jenners for long enough to know that you don't turn, you don't take, you take something bad and you turn it into something monetary and something good. You know what I'm saying? She's been kicked out the family. She's been unfollowed. Um. Reports are coming out is that she's claiming to be drunk, that alcohol is the reason as to why she she was messing with Tristan, that she doesn't know how she got to the party, that she showed she doesn't she was she was, she blacked out. 
That is what she's saying. I mean, she's blaming on the alcohol. No Jamie Foxx. You know what I'm saying? That is her That is her reasoning as to why she fucked up her bag. Okay. But she now has an interview on the Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith and um, Jada Pinkett's mom. And fuck, bro. Like, if she has never had to sign the NDA, you know what I mean? They trusted her and thought she was going to be part of the family for for life. She is about to drop it and tell it all. Like, this is how you come up. Because she has her own eyebrow, eyelashes line right now. This is how you come up, baby. She better have them tears ready. Because, you know, Jada Pinkett, they're soft. Like, they really care about women. And they're not going to ever make you feel uncomfortable. So she can really play that victim role. Like, if she wants to play the role and say, yo, I was drunk or I was stressed. You don't understand what I go through being in the Kardashian-Jenner um, family. I thought that if Tristan wanted me, that I had to do it or Chloe would kick me out. Like, you never know what she's going to come with. Or he forced me. You never know. I My drink was spiked. We gonna see. We gonna see. That's all I can say, man. But I would love to see what she says. You know what I'm saying? Because doing an interview about why you cheated with, why you messed up some, why you had a, um, an affair with your friends, your best friend's sister's man. I don't know, man. You can't really blame it on the alcohol. So this interview is gonna be. It's definitely gonna be big. You know what I'm saying? Because. Nobody ever speaks about anything that the, the Kardashians or the Jenners do. So we're going to see where, how this all reveals itself. But Tristan, man, you got to, Tristan got to fix up, bro. You got to fix up. You can't, you can't be shaming your girl like that out here. But he, yo, man, you also can't knock him too because whatever somebody allows is what, is what you're going, what you're going to keep doing. You know what I mean? Because reports came out that every time him and Chloe would have a fight, they said Tristan would be staying at his other baby mom's house. I think her name is Jordan Craig. And she's the more um, pleasing one to look at between her and Chloe. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Tristan, man. Like he probably hasn't played more than 15 games this year. But his name's in the headlines, man. Keep your brand growing, Tristan. Putting on for B-Town. I see you, boy. <laughs> Yo, man. Um... Fuck, man. What else, man? Um, I, I don't watch the Oscars. I don't watch any of that shit. But I will say shout out to Spike Lee for Black Klansman winning an Oscar. He's had so many classic movies from Malcolm X to She's Gotta Do the Right Thing to Inside Man to so many. Um, so many. Um, Crooklyn. And for him not to have an Oscar already, you know what I mean? It's just congratulations to him for getting it done. And for this type of movie, because Black Klansman is it's a pretty radical movie, you know what I mean? Especially... Um, Given what the like what the movie's actually about about you know what I'm saying um I think Mahersha Mahersha Ali won uh, Oscar for Green Mile not Green Mile I can't remember what that movie's called to be honest Green Book I believe you know what I mean so shout out to uh, Regina King shout out to all the black people holding it down and taking awards home man um and a real big shout out to Regina King man she's a legend been in the game for a long time I really like she's the person that I really did not like for a long time. Her role in Poetic Justice made me hate her for a really long time. Like how she treated that boy Chicago in Poetic Justice, it never sat right, sat right with me. You know what I'm saying? Just being the drunk bitch she was. She played that role so well that I, I really hated her. You know what I'm saying? So congratulations to her, man. Um, and everybody else who won at the Oscars. Um, real quick, real quick, man. To all my Nigerians listening, um, Nigeria is going through their presidential elections, and you know, every four years, whenever they go through that, 
thousands have died, or at least hundreds have died from what I've seen on reports and injured. Because Nigeria, there's there's no structure in that place, right? So you want to be president, like people steal the like the ballot boxes, like the vote counts are never right. They've been counting votes for like almost a week now and still no results. Um, apparently the president, the, who was the last president, the most recent president, won again, you know what I'm saying? And the country's rejecting that and his um, his opponent is not having that. So it's just a whole bunch of bullshit going on out there right now. So pray for Nigeria, man, because these niggas get violent, you know, when they can't have their way, man, because power means money. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're a political candidate and you and you feel like you, you won, somebody's taking millions out your pocket. You're not mad that you can't change the country. You're mad because of the money you, you're missing out on, you know, and that's the kind of corruption that goes on out there in a whole bunch of places in Africa. But um, so, yeah, yeah, if you see that on the news, pay attention to it because that is the reason why you're seeing people die out there right now. Um, Over the weekend, I, I was watching Game of Thrones. I'm getting um, caught up again. You know what I'm saying? I think season six starts April. You know what I'm saying? There's so much I've missed on that show that I rewatch and I'm like, yo, this makes sense. There's like watching it again. You ever watch a show again? Like I've watched shows like Prison Break, The Wire, certain shows I watched them over and over again. But this, watching Game of Thrones again was a whole new experience again. Like you could never understand everything in that show if you watched it for the first time. You can't because you just don't know what to look for. And there's so much different stories within the stories. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited for that to come back, to be honest, man. Um, I wish it would come back just a full 10, 10 episodes, like some Netflix shit. But we guys, I guess we're going to have to wait week by week. But definitely, um, I'm finding a lot that I have that I did not know before, and I thought I knew a lot about the show. So there's that. Um, I think that's pretty much it besides basketball, man. And, and I'm ready to get into basketball because I went to the Raptors game tonight. That was tonight, man. And I've been waiting for this game since the season started because I got tickets for this game on February 26th, Raptors versus Celtics. And y'all know how I feel about Kyrie Irving. I never felt so cheated in my life. And go like, yo, like I felt cheated. I watched that game. It was a blowout. Raptors, the Raptors beat them by like 20, 23 points, but it might have been up to 30. Like it, they might have been up thirty during the game, man. From the second, from the second quarter, it, they were down like twenty, and in the third quarter, the game was done. Like Kyrie Irving didn't play the fourth. Kyrie Irving had seven points. Like I did not. Those prices on those tickets for seven points with Kyrie Irving, I was disgusted. And 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 it's crazy because I'm from Toronto, and I know I'm supposed to be happy for the Raptors. I am happy for the Raptors, but you don't like what I wanted was. Kyrie Irving to drop 40 and 10 and for the Raptors to win. You know what I'm saying? I did not come to that game to see the Raptors just beat the living shit out of the Celtics. I would have picked another game if I knew that was I would have picked Le- LeBron coming. Like, you know what I'm saying? This was, yo, I'm very disappointed, man. I'm very disappointed. I don't know what to say about the Celtics right now, to be honest. Um, this is a three-game losing streak they're on. They they've lost to Milwaukee, they've lost to Chicago. And now the Raptors. Raptors are a great team. Like Raptors played well yesterday. Kyle Lowry was playing great defense. He was defending everybody. He defended four positions from the point to the power forward. Um, Pascal Siakam is definitely most improved this year. Like if anybody else wins it, it's a travesty. 
Um, it, it just should not happen. I think I said it yesterday on Twitter. I think he's fifty pounds away from being Giannis or being better than Giannis because Giannis can't shoot. Siakam can, and you remember when Giannis came into the league, he was really skinny, and he's like in in the last three years, he's, he's gained fifty pounds of muscle. Um, Siakam is doing everything out there, man. When you put I mean, when you think about him and Tatum head to head, and you and you, and you put their draft picks and where they were chosen. It it looks it looks bad. It really looks bad to see the progress Siakam is making and and Jalen Brown and Tatum being on the Boston Celtics not being able to do the, do the exact same. It's really bad, man. Um, that game was horrible. Like sitting there and bro, I'm trying to explain something to you guys, man. February 26th. I've known about this game since October. I've been waiting for this game since October, and for me to go to the game and if people left. This is. TNT was in the building. This is a national televised game. This is a big game. You guys are going to be, are supposed to be the contenders of the East, supposed to see each other in the conference finals. And this, you know, people left the, the, the ACC, the Scotiabank Arena, with like seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Do you know how crazy that is? For those that watch basketball, you have to understand, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, people were leaving the arena. That is how bad the game was. That is how bad the game was. I was like, as a Raptor fan, you are completely happy. My team busted up and beat the shit out of the out of the Celtics. Yeah, I completely understand that. But as a person who's a fan of Kyrie Irving, you know what I'm saying? You want to you want to get be able to see your favorite players and watch them play and, and have a have a great memory of that. Like my memory of Kyrie watching Kyrie Irving play last year when 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 the last time I seen him play was on the Cavs. I think he dropped like 37, which was great. But to see him drop seven points yesterday, only shoot 10 shots, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Celtics, man. Um, there's, I'm not writing them off yet, but it's really something wrong with the team. Like, there was, there was no flow, no offense. They did not know who they were yesterday. They looked very uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? It was not, it, it was not a fun game to watch. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people paid good money to be sitting in that arena yesterday and did not come to watch a blowout. You know what I mean? Um, there's that. There's the Lakers right now who are getting their asses beat left, right, and center. Um, Lakers lost to Memphis. Grizzlies, who don't have Marcus Gasol, now on the Raptors. The Grizzlies are complete trash right now. They should not be losing to the Grizzlies. They lost to the Pelicans, who did not have Anthony Davis. You know what I'm saying? And... It caused LeBron to make some statements in the media and call out his teammates. He said um, that they're not playing with urgency and that if there's distractions in the locker room, you should come in and, and tell us that you don't want to play and that you can't do this based on distractions. Yo, man, I've been saying this since probably a little early in the season. LeBron is top three, greatest of all time. If you say he's number one, I'm not mad at anybody who puts LeBron at number one. At all. But shout out to my boy Swan. There was a there's this phrase that he always says, What have you done for me lately? That is that is that that you know, that is how you should always judge any relationship, anything in life. Because you can't like you know, Jay-Z said niggas test you when your gun go warm. You know what I'm saying? That means when your gun ain't hot. You ain't shooting. Niggas think you soft. Niggas think you ain't it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like another another saying I'm going to say. You're only as good as your last one. You know what I'm saying? If you got into a fight and you knocked a nigga out, 
and you about to fight me now, I'm not going to be like, oh, he, he knocked the last nigga out, so I'm going to be scared. Nah. He might have knocked that, that nigga out last time, and he might have broke his hand, and he's not the same fighter he once was. You know what I'm saying? So you're only as good as your last one. So what I'm trying to say is we really judge LeBron James on his history. LeBron has been dominant in the league for over 15, 16 years. But this year, that doesn't, you can't like, yo, LeBron's the greatest. He's just going to turn it on. I'm tired of hearing that shit. Like, yo, there's a switch. LeBron James is by far the best player in the world. He's leaving everybody in the, in, in the dust. Bro, like, how can you be talking about a guy that's not showing you that? Like, Harden is showing he's he's playing at a higher level right now than LeBron James is. Kevin Durant showing he's playing at a higher level than LeBron James is. Paul George is showing he's playing at, at a higher level than LeBron James is. Uh, who else? Giannis is showing you that. Like, there's guys that are, I'm thinking LeBron's top eight right now in the league. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that this these guys having a better season makes him makes them better than LeBron. But at the end of the day, if LeBron doesn't show you that he's better than these guys, you can't just keep judging him off the past. Oh, LeBron, he's LeBron James. He's better than everybody. So why is he not showing you that? Why is he getting his ass kicked all like all these games? And he's playing no defense. Like there's literally clips. The game against the Grizzlies, bro, they're like down by five. The dagger, like, I don't know who shot it. Whoever LeBron's man was shot it. It might have been Jermichael Green. He's at the three-point line. He has, like, five seconds. He's standing at the three-point line alone, and LeBron's in the paint, not even contesting. You know what I'm saying? That, that put the game out right there. So it's like he's calling out his teammates a lot in the media, you know what I'm saying? But you chose to come here. You chose to come to this team and play with these guys, and now you're complaining about them. You can't do that, bro. You can't do that. Like, yeah, you're not getting the results you wanted. That's what that's that's what you signed up for, bro. Like you, I know LeBron was banking on AD being here. He was believing Anthony Davis was going to be his teammate this year, and he's thinking shit was shit shit would be kosher, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? And now he's blaming on his teammates. I think Brandon Ingram has been playing great basketball ever since the All Star break has returned. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't know who he was really calling out in the media with those comments, but. It's it's not a good look seeing LeBron move like this, man, because I remember when Kobe would do this, niggas would say Kobe's a bad teammate. Kobe's selfish. Kobe Kobe shouldn't be calling out his teammates, shouldn't be doing this. But now when it's LeBron, people are like, they have, there has to be accountability. He's trying to challenge them. He's trying, to, he's trying to spark something in the locker room. Nah, I feel like he has talent. It's just that he's in the West, and the West is full of, full of savages. With this team he has on the Lakers right now, LeBron would be in the thick of things in the East. He would be top four in the East right now with this team, or even top three. You know what I'm saying? It's just that he's in a better conference, and and he's not the guy that he once was. He's not the LeBron that can carry the load of going with triple-double every night, playing 40 minutes. He's not that guy no more. And there's so many players in the league that every night they see LeBron, their eyes light up. I think the league is like, it's way more balanced than it's been in like the last seven years, last 10 years. It's very balanced. So every night you're going to play against somebody who can give you the business. And I just think that the Lakers aren't that good. And by next, it, I, I think the real frustration with LeBron right now is just him understanding that his window is really closing. Like teams are getting better. Players are getting better. And he knows, I don't care about I'm the best player in the world shit. You're only getting older, bro. You're only getting older. You're not going to play at that level forever. And by next year, if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, which is going to be crazy because that means LeBron hasn't made the playoffs in the last – he's made the playoffs in the last 14 years. 
it would it, it would be a stain on his armor, and that would also mean free agents next year might be looking at you like, do I really want to come? You know what I'm saying? This whole Laker move, man, it could really be the detriment to LeBron James' career. Like, it really could be the asterisk because he could come and not make the playoffs. This is the West. People may not want to come and join him and, and play with him on the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? And let's say he sneaks into the playoffs in eighth position to play the, the, the Warriors and get swept again. Like, his record, I keep telling y'all, his record against KD, before KD went to the Warriors, I think LeBron was 17-4 and four against KD. They are KD now has a better record head to head against LeBron, so I don't think he wants to to get swept by seeing the Warriors in, um, in the playoffs this year either. So I just don't know what the Lakers' end game here is. You know what I'm saying? I really don't, man. I really don't. Um, there's turmoil in the league, man. The Celtics and Lakers looking very, very suspect. You know what I'm saying? Very suspect, man. Um, what else? What else is going on in the league? The MVP race, is, it's still between Giannis, um, Harden, and Paul George. I'd give it to Paul George, I can't lie, but I, I think it's going to go to Giannis. I truly believe that because he's in the East. They have the best record, um, he's t- and he doesn't have like the marquee names. Like Paul George is playing with, with Russell Westbrook, but my thing is Paul George is doing it in the West, and that's what I don't think he's getting enough credit for, but we'll see. We'll definitely see um, as far as that. Uh, anything else to talk about with basketball? Oh, shout out to Dirk Nowitzki, man. Um, he, yo, shout out to the league. Like, yo, the NBA is just such a classy league and such a great league. Dirk Nowitzki was playing against the Clippers um, yesterday and with like 9.7 seconds left in the fourth quarter, um, Doc Rivers told the whole ring. He went on like the, the PA, the, the announcer's mic, and he was like, yo, Everybody stand up. He called a timeout and he said, everybody stand up, give a round of applause and ovation for Dirk Nowitzki. You know what I'm saying? It's actually dope to see, man. Like, what your grades really going out in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Dirk Nowitzki got a, a standing ovation from the Clippers fans. I think Dwayne Wade got one the other day from another team. It's I think it's really dope, man, to, to send off your legends like that. You know what I'm saying? Kobe got it, a farewell tour. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, Paul Pierce didn't get one. You know what I'm saying? But... This kind of like this thing that I'm seeing with Dirk and, and Wade, it's like, it's really sad when you think about Carmelo Anthony, because I was thinking Carmelo Anthony was going to be in the league this year, but it's really looking less likely because that's, I think I saw that the the Lakers are interested in picking up Zach Randolph, you know what I'm saying? And that's the final spot they have in their roster, so he won't get a chance to play, you know what I'm saying, Carmelo. And it's like, if you don't play this year, chances are he won't be in the league next year. And he won't even get sent off. Like, he's really just going to be forgotten. Like, he didn't even get to retire from the league. He's just no longer in the league, and he just faded away. That is not how you would have saw Carmelo Anthony's career playing out. You know what I'm saying? That's, that, shit, that shit is actually crazy to me. But um, shout out to Melo, though. You know what I mean? I, I see him a la la having a good time. He got his wife back. I guess that's a positive in his life, but I would definitely love to see him in the league. I feel like the way he got stiffed was was too much. Was too much. Um, yeah, man. I think I think that's it. I think I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, once again, I'm gonna say this: but the R. Kelly situation, man. Please understand that this is serious. I see a lot of people joking and laughing. You know, I mean, going to people at the McDonald's, taking pictures with him, and saying "Free R. Kelly." You never really know how serious something is, you know what I mean? 
because you're just not paying attention. I, I feel like people are still looking at it from that star aspect. That shit is dead, man. That shit is dead. Don't look at him like that. Look at him as a monster. And look at him as somebody, if that was your family member, how would you feel? You know what I'm saying? I think he's really got to get canceled this year. This, um, And yeah, man, I think that's it. I should be having a couple episodes in the works coming real soon, man. I appreciate everybody listening. If you made it this far, once again, like I said, I'm looking for a co-host. If you have somebody you feel who could fuck with me, vibe with me on this, hit me up. Um, if you want to be a guest or do anything with the show, let me know. The email is it's too real the podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, man. I just want to say God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. And peace.